0: Alright, here we are again, and I'm going to start out with another monologue. Um, Something that really isn't up to debate or discussion is any organization out there that takes up an anti-capitalist stance or platform and combines it with social traditionalism or social conservatism on things like immigration globalization, family values, you know, any group that is able to reconcile those two belief systems that are naturally paired together, that the cultural zeitgeist tries to portray as disparate, that is the system that will destroy every other narrative and open eyes. So, uh, at this point I'm going to, um, I'm gonna break out a little bit of horseshoe theory. Um, so radical postmodernist leftists and the Antifa types and the classical liberals, individualists, libertarian types are pretty much identical. Their their whole belief system comes from the breakdown and deconstruction of values and value systems. The it's this stance where you you don't take a principled stance or an objective stance on anything because the individual is essentially God in those scenarios. The individual is supreme. So anarcho-communists believe that the individual is the highest power. These Judeo-communists and anarcho-communists, they push the card of progressivism forward at a pace that, you know, it breaks people's necks and the libertarians classical liberals the individualists all those people are holding on to the back of the cart for dear for dear life and you know they, they they're just being dragged behind and it, it it all just ends up in the same cycle more concessions will be granted as time goes on, ad infinitum, infinitum? infinity, but just over and over and over, because that's the real, true dialectic, you know, the revolutionary continues to push forward, pushing forward, getting new stuff, and the conservatives are just slowly granting those concessions in a situation of boiling the frog, so, what What do we do about that? Uh, who do we talk to? So, do we talk to the radicals who are indoctrinated and programmed to walk in lockstep with the prevailing narratives? Now, nah, we need to talk to the moderates and the people being dragged behind the cart. We need to talk to those libertarians. We need to talk to the classical liberals, the individualists, the conservatives that have failed at every turn. These are the ones that more easily can see the error of what they're doing. The J-left and radicals that are LARPing with this comic book style rebellion, they can't be reached or reasoned with um, The they're in the death throes of an ideological collapse and they're grasping at that establishment stormtrooper position with all that they have left what you have to realize is these leftists are only centered around violence of course violence has been a part of political discourse but these guys are solely founded on violence What that means is that their movement is losing momentum politically, and that they're frightened, so they have to lash out. They're dying out, and the leftist predication on institutional power is what they're forced to cling to. So, this is a real fun part. Um, I'm going to discuss that kind of reliance on institutional power. Uh, all these J-leftists talk about how they don't have institutional support and that they're against the bourgeoisie. Blah blah, 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 1%, whatever. But when movies, comic books, music, every other form of entertainment pushes for and defends your moral premises, th- the, your belief systems, your paradigms that you think in, you really need to start asking yourself why that is. Why do they have the same exact values as I do? Why do they invite me to the club or the group as long as I give up my critiques of capitalism? That's something you see apparently with, with the Trump election and the recent iterations of the leftist ideology every single one of them has put aside their differences with corporate america and what happens in return corporate america puts out the rainbow logo and takes it up and has no qualms with it so you see them work together and you know if you can call someone's employer or place of business using your moral frame to call that person evil and the employer agrees with you then perhaps, maybe under the traditional Marxist analysis, you and the capitalist employer are perhaps fighting for the same interests. Because according to Marx, it is impossible for you to divorce your moral system from your class interests. So according to your own philosophy, you are fighting for the ruling class. And if You like that because it gets your jimmies tingling, it makes you feel good, fine. But be honest about what you're doing when you're going out there and you're cheering on these comic book Antifa superheroes who are zealously shilling for the status quo while being led by the nose by corporate America and the ruling class. But those comic book consumerist fairy tales are where they get their ideological underpinnings from when you have no real theory or philosophy to base your ideology on it it's open to influence from the powers that be from the ruling class from the people who have control and that is what these types of people are very guilty of which is why they will never be taken seriously and why they should never be taken seriously but At the same time, keep in mind, they are very, very dangerous because they're willing to kill and assault people. They're ready to hurt the families of the people and the breadwinners, like trying to get the breadwinners fired if they're a problematic person. They're essentially a reskin of Chairman Mao's Red Guard in modern times. Uh, So that'll finish up for this round. I think I'll round it out at about eight minutes. Talk to you soon, guys.